with your host, Wayne Noon, Fred Normal, and Uncle Saxon. You're in your car? I am, yeah. I was out for a drive. I'm I'm good though. Like I'm uh, I'm stealing someone's Wi-Fi, so nice, clear <laughs> okay. yeah, nice clear picture and everything. But you're in the middle of a hurricane. Uh <laughs> you know what? They canceled my hurricane, man. Oh they did? Yeah. They uh unfortunately they um they decided to give all of it to the Bahamas. Oh, you right. know? oh. yeah, but I, I mean I had I had my shirt and everything, you know. Oh, <laughs> like I had, like I was totally ready. You know, I've got like canned goods and stuff in the car. I was ready, you know, but, <laughs> but it's it's Florida though. You know, we we roll we roll this way down here. You know, right. we're we're crazy. Everyone yeah. knows this. Everyone knows that. Yeah, you're used to this, so it's nothing to you guys. Absolutely, absolutely. We go to the beach in this weather. You know, <laughs> it's everyday life. Have yeah. you ever been involved in like a really bad one? Uh, well, um, and Irma, I mean, I don't know, like, if I say, like, really bad, it's like, it's like nothing compared to what, uh, to, to what some people have, have, uh, gone through, yeah. you know, like, Southern Florida, like, the tragedies and stuff that have gone down there, like, uh, when Andrew, like, just, like, leveled the place yeah, yeah, back yeah. in, like, 92, like, Jacksonville, you know, like, North Florida, we're in this kind of, like, little pillow, we're in, like, this little middle pocket where, you know, everyone is really quick to buy like eight 24 packs of water from the store for like a two or three person family, you know, <laughs> but then, you know, at the same time, like at the last minute, uh, you, you know, the, the media will kind of have almost a disappointed tone, like, well, moving away from the coast, but, but, <laughs> you know, but like, uh, but stay vigilant though. You know, stay vigilant, <laughs> stay evacuated, all that stuff. So we've had like little floods here and there. We've had, you know, um, a few palm fronds in the road, you know. But we've been pretty, we've been pretty, um, we've been pretty lucky. Let's get where I'm at. Yeah. So I see. It's always, it's always interesting, though. You know, it's never boring. Yeah, I see. You've got your guitar behind you there. Uh, no, I, I uh, what is I that? Probably. That's probably uh, it's probably my um like my sunshade. Oh okay. Yeah. Looks like... Yeah. yeah. All, all, all my guitars, all my guitars are at the uh, are at the uh, recording space. I'm like this guy's uh, recording uh, shit during the hurricane. Oh, dude, I wish. He got inspired. I, I, I wish I came from there like a little bit earlier today though. I'm in I'm in the middle of the vocals now. Oh, yeah. I'm so tired. Yeah, I, I played so much guitar that I'm like tired now. I'm like tired of guitar. Yeah, you know, like I, I, I went, I, I, like I went full on, like in the woodshed, and then by the time it was done, I was like, okay, like I, I don't ever want to see this ever again. <laughs> and then a couple weeks later, you know, we're back like rehearsing and stuff because I let them, uh, you know, let them back in again. Yeah. Um, before it was like, you know, don't touch anything, don't touch the mic placement, don't touch. You know, don't even look at the mic. Don't, 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 you know, don't even look at it. Don't look at the pedals. Don't do nothing. You know, cause I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not finished. Yeah. Yeah. 
But but I'm 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 not sick of the guitar anymore. I'm 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 back to normal now. Well, that's you know, good. Just that's grinding, good just grinding on the record, you know. That's good to hear. Well, we are here with Jake Becker from the band Skyliner. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> yeah. First album, second album, right? And I think awesome. you got like you got like two EPs yeah. thrown in there somewhere too, right? Um, we have the uh, EP. The thank you for uh, for showing those, by the way. Yeah. Very cool. Hey. Um, uh, we we have the EP that we put out. Heck yeah, yeah, boy. We have the um EP we put out last year. Um, the Age of Virgo EP, mm-hmm. and and uh, that that was a three song thing, which actually, um, all that material was supposed to be on um the record that's being recorded now. Okay. And the thing is, um. There was two reasons that I just kind of wanted to do, uh, well, like three reasons. I just wanted to make it its own thing. Um, the first one was that uh, to have that material included would probably stretch um, the record we're doing now to like over 80 minutes or something like that. Um, because the EP is like 21 minutes and what we've got now is uh, almost right at an hour, I want to say. Wow. Uh, the new record, you know, it's right in an hour. Uh, the other reason is that um, the Age of Virgo EP is like, um, if, if anyone hasn't heard it, it's uh, it's thematic, in that um, it's the it's it's one of these things that we've done where where we're sort of telling a little story, we're sort of instilling images um, in, in the listener's mind through this music, and it's it's. Um, the vast majority of it is instrumental right. um, and and, uh, and when and we've it, it feels like every album cycle we somehow end up cobbling together some kind of like big thing you know and stick it on there like the first on outsiders the first record uh, it was worlds of conflict which is um the last song you know it's in like five parts and it's about um you know that 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 song is is about an episode I went through where where I was um, sort of detached, like actually detached mentally, mm-hmm. from, like where we live, you know, mm-hmm. reality. And I'm yeah, already yeah, yeah. Not, I'm already not here most of the time. I'm already in my world. So so you know, having a breakdown like that was was an interesting experience. And then on Condition Black, there's um, the uh, Divine Triumvirate, which was um, three songs. Uh, punctuated by these little instrumentals and they're all sort of interconnected and that was um, more or less sort of just my feelings on these different um, these different spiritual like religious ideas like uh, the um, benevolent mysterious god and then the intermediaries I'm sorry Um, and then like this idea of evil and sin and stuff and that was all stuck together is like one big thing so i guess you can consider that and then we and then the age of virgo thing is same thing but um the the concept of it i didn't want to have it really on the record because it sort of deserved its own thing you know mm-hmm. like uh the the cover of the ep the art and all that is all like tied into it. and i felt like if it was on this record like it would get sort of like you know like mushed in like stuck in the middle and you'd have right. people who, you know, you'd have people who, like, on Condition Black, there's people that flip, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, because the uh, triumvirate on that is, is a very diverse piece. You know, it's got sections which 
are literally improvised uh, parts. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> parts, uh, sections where, where we created this thing and made this magic in the studio and just let it go. You know, and there was people like, what the fuck? You can't do that. Uh, you know, <laughs> like every song needs to be this, this and this. And, you know, like I don't want, I'm not catering to that. But, you know, I, I didn't want it to get lost, you know, because mm -hmm. everything else on this new thing is very, um, you know, is very much um, it's not quite as out there. Right. So we put that out and that's a, that's the a digital only thing for now. OK. Yeah, I was going to ask now. because because uh, I, I downloaded it on the Amazon thing. I'm like, I don't remember seeing this on uh, Amazon, you know, for a CD or anything. So, yeah, and, yeah. you know, and I was going to say, like, the third reason is that, like, I just think EPs are cool. Yeah. Right? You know, like everyone like y'all can probably attest to this. Like you probably grew up like, you know, you would you would have a band or whatever artist and, you you know, you'd have the record, you'd have the record. And then you'd see this little mini release like, oh, mm -hmm. it's that. Yeah. yeah, like Overkill's <laughs> "Fuck You," for example. Yeah, big fucking. You know, <laughs> like you've got, um, you know, like oh, you know, this is like this little appetizer thing, and it's got tracks which aren't, you know, on anything else. It's only like five dollars or eight dollars. Oh yeah, you know, right on. You know, like you know, everyone loves that, right? <laughs> I mean, everyone who listens to, I'm sorry, everyone who listens to records loves that. Right. You know, who mm -hmm. listens to albums, who are album people, right? We all love that stuff. So I was right. like, you know, like, I want, like, a real, you know, real, like, authentic EP, right? right. Extended play. <laughs> so yeah. that's what that's, that's, that's what that's all about. I would, I, I, I um, I am going to have it remixed and remastered for uh, the purpose of having a physical release. And I would really like it to be on vinyl because the thing is so heavy like it's uh when we do it live like there's things that come down like off the wall like pictures and stuff like in right. some of the grooves that are on it like, yeah. it's, it's like stupid heavy and i would really love it to have um like a vinyl release at least um that's like kind of a little bit in the future but i'm i'm working on it yeah that's cool the only is labels don't really care about like <clears throat> about you know like that little kind of format anymore you know right. I, might, yeah, I yeah. might be able to sell it as like hey you know like here's this release and by the way like you can have this too i don't care what you do with it make it a double disc or whatever <laughs> you know? but we'll see it's you know it's just just one of those things it's all in the can it's all yeah. stuff worked on that's cool yeah. i don't know if you remember i don't know if you remember greg because we are all pretty much from the same group mm -hmm. remember, remember mm -hmm. we were from the uh, the heart of metal message board yeah, um, uh, you know, like I haven't really frequented message boards and like yeah, that used to that used to be it's so weird. Like, uh, I guess for most of us, that was kind of, um, uh, you know, like the way to gauge conversation and like viewpoints and like interact and like, you know, shoot yeah. stuff and all mm -hmm. that. And now yeah. it's just like now it's it's like that but it's like a facebook thread that's like a thousand miles long <laughs> yeah. you know, have to go all the way down you don't know like who anyone is and you have to find like oh who said that and you know you can't say anything because everyone's gonna get pissed off and right. you know um but we, yeah we all used to used to be all about like message boards you know stuff yeah. like that um, so i uh man um maybe uh what about usernames? Like, if you throw me usernames and stuff, like, I might. Uh, I was Death Cult. 
Okay. Yeah, I was uh, Phoenix Rain drummer. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. alright, Phoenix Rain dude. Um, hey. yeah, cool, man. I remember you, Greg. Like, no, uh, no, no, like, personal thing. I don't, I don't remember that name. Um, specifically, I don't know if I remember that name. There's a lot that I don't well, recall dude, for the for the past uh, ten years or so. I was pretty much a full-time junkie, so I wasn't around too much <laughs> oh, after a couple years. So I kind of disappeared, and, yeah. you know, I just I don't get on there that much now. I was really active at one point, but it's been about five, six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's changed yeah. a lot. You know, well, well, well uh, you know, in any case, like, welcome back, man. You know, Thanks, man. To uh, just, you know, living, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's been a it's been a good two years since I quit. So. <laughs> yeah, cool. I'm right on, right on, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'd be doing the show alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I probably wouldn't be doing the show at all. I don't like to be alone. Yeah, no, no uh, <laughs> gee, I wouldn't have been any good. I'd just, I'd just get really high and go on a bunch of angry <laughs> rants. I can pretty much tell you how it would end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I don't know if you remember Uncle Saxon because he's usually on the show too. You remember him? I do remember that name. I do remember that name. Uh, I I, <laughs> I feel like he used to. Uh, I feel like he used to speak like in all caps. And that's sometimes, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like how I remember him. You that know? sounds like him. Yeah. But we had. Uh, I remember. Uh, I, I I feel I feel like he uh, he had like some kind of astonishing. Uh, CD collection, like something yes. like five thousand or more CDs, like some just like ungodly number, like the kind of thing that you have to build a wall in your home or wherever you lived in order to keep them all. Yeah, you know, something yeah. Like that. yeah. You, re- you remember? Cool. Yeah, that's cool, man. Right on. That's the, cool. The big family reunion. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. There are people like me seeing me for the first time and just be like, oh, it's that asshole, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm still alive. About the about the only thing I really remember about you, honestly, <laughs> was just the picture you had of uh, I don't know if that was your silhouette made out of stars or something. I just remember it being like a dude yeah. in the stars, and it was blue. Right. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> like something I would do. So you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably correct about. You're probably correct on that. Absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna endorse that. Yeah. It looks like it would fit in with the album art, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I remember right. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, you know, we like, I, I, like, I didn't even mean to, but we've just gone into space like two times in a row now. You know, we weren't in space. We weren't in space on the uh, on the Age of Virgo art. We're we're more down to earth. On that. <laughs> okay. When when the new one comes out, you'll see that that's uh, that's a little bit different too. You know, but yeah, we, uh, we, um, you know, we were, we're out there in the stratosphere, um, visually speaking, yeah, okay. for, for a bit then, you know, your, your first album. Yeah. See that. Yeah. One. That one, you've got, you've got all the stars yeah. and stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and That's then when, the, sec- uh... the second one is just like hovering over the, like a planet and stuff. It's, you know, it... busting out. Yeah, you've got the little low, you know, uh, the uh, symbol like busting out of the planet, everything. There's like little spaceships and things. Yeah, all that stuff, dude. That stuff is just, you know, um, those, 
um, there's mean, there's a lot of meaning in things, but, um, a lot of the imagery is, is, is from dreams, like dream experiences. Oh, yeah? yeah. Dream experiences that I, uh, that they, I end up in the middle of and that end up kind of like engulfing everything I think about, you know, um, mm. those are mm. satisfying, you know, but those are one of the reasons that it's cool that you hold those up and it's, um, it's it's a nice feeling that that those things are satisfying to look at still, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, that's because, good. Yeah, I don't I don't feel as close to that anymore. I don't feel as close to the records where I can't be like objective about it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's been a little you know a couple years now. Uh, uh, 2016, 2017 ish was yeah was Condition Black. Um, so it's it's been a little bit where now I can be like, oh, you know, I can be far enough away where I'm kind of checking it out and saying, okay, yeah, you know, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm good with this. Yeah. So that's right. cool, man. Just What's a little the, footnote there. What is, what is the, uh, the symbol in, cause I know you have it on the other album too. The, the symbol. Yeah. What's all that yeah. about? Um, that, that is based off of a, um, a famous crop. Well, it's based off of, of, uh, it's, there's two sources mm. going on with that. Um, one is the basic design, like the actual design itself, the lines and stuff, um, that borrows from a, a famous crop circle in which the measurements, like where the lines uh, diverge and are cut and like stop and everything, um, when it was when it was kind of like translated, as it were, the way they do with the measurements of a lot of the lines and, and, and the distances between the spaces and things like that of, uh, of a lot of those formations, the unexplained formations, not the ones which are like obviously man-made. Um, you know, um, what's, what's, what's interesting about, about what, what people learn um, from those studies is that there's, there's a lot of geometry happening, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of mathematics happening. Um, in many of those formations and that particular one um, where where the basic design is lifted from um, was suggesting uh, pi okay you know um, which which as you know if if you keep on calculating and keep on adding past the decimal it's going to go on forever right. you know so uh, yeah like you can't really approximate the thing like it just goes and goes and goes and goes like I think right now um, like they have their there's computers that mathematicians have been utilizing to try and see like how far pi can be calculated and it just doesn't end you know that's the nature of it it doesn't end and and uh uh that feels significant to me and um uh in an i don't want to say a spiritual sense because we're talking about mathematics okay but if you wanted to bridge it uh make a bridge from here and there you could say um you know, it's it's easy for people to um, to look and say, you know, that mathematics is kind of this um, it's kind of this language of God. Mm -hmm. you no, know? and so that's that. I, I I thought that that was something that was that was important to kind of suggest. You know, um, I think there's a lot of significance in it. Like I, I'm I uh, I'm almost finished reading a book now by by uh, Alan Lightman. Um, which is called Searching for Stars on an Island in Maine. And it's, a, it's as a physicist, it's kind of his account of 
having these experiences just in just being in the world, uh, just existing like within himself, being in nature and, and, and things and things like that, where he has these revelations like, wow, like I'm a scientist. Everything is is is, um, you know, fact based um, theories and practice you know um cause and effect and and these wonderful objective things that we that we build our world on you know which which everyone needs which we all need however at the same time you know he's finding that there's this inescapable mystery that you're just going to run uh headlong into you know at some point during your existence there's there's things um that he can't explain when speak to parts of him that he can't explain and this book searching for stop uh, searching for stars on island maine is is kind of like his diary of that you know and mm-hmm. that kind of that kind of life and experience that's like my bag you know what i mean yeah. so um have having that kind of symbolism in within our art is uh is important to me and and um the the other part of of why that's there is going back to what i said about uh the dream experience i had i had a kind of like a um like a almost a life one of these life-changing sort of dreams uh once a long long time ago where um the the main imagery i remember is just a sphere with sort of language on it like kind of branded into it as though as though a um like a moon like a planetoid had just kind of risen out of somewhere and was trying to speak something to me um you know like like i guess i i don't know if you've seen like the abyss or spear um you know Mm -hmm. like a like a film like that where like just a regular person is in contact with something that's unexplainable and there's this communication attempted and but the language is not you know we don't have a reference point for that that, and that but that was the feeling of of this particular dream um where there's kind of this this thing you know and and it's got these lines on it there's a language happening you know and and the the overall vibe that i'm getting is is some kind of communication so i just said um you know, there's a point where I just said, uh, I want to use that idea, but we'll put something that has um, some kind of more, kind of a little more concrete meaning. We'll just put the, the you know, the pie thing on there okay. from, uh, from the crop circle. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, because I could have, we could have just like had an artist like, oh, just like doodle on it, you know, just write whatever. But I wanted to have something that's a little bit more like concrete. You can go back, you can research, you can look this up, you know, and yeah. you know something that has a little bit more depth and meaning. So that's what that's about. And um, you know, that's it's cool. on, you know, and and it's it's one of those cool things too. You know, not all bands have to have this, but it is neat when you know you've got a band, uh, you've got an artist where um, there's something kind of recognizable from cover to cover. Right, like, yeah. Like, like Queen Strike has like the tri or whatever the hell it's called. Right, uh, yeah. y- y- You know, uh, things like that. You know, Eddie. the whole mascot. Yeah. Could, yeah, Eddie. It could be a symbol. Yeah. You know, whichever. So, you know, I said, well, why not? Let's just like keep having the thing. 
Yeah, that's cool. So it's always gonna, it's always gonna show up like one way, you know, one way or another. It might be like, "Where's Waldo?" Where, like, <laughs> like I'll have it like in some like tiny corner, and you have to like stare at the thing. You have to buy it. You, yeah, that's what I'll do. Um, we'll we'll put something out where you have to buy the vinyl version to see where the little symbol is because it's the only it'll be the only really you know the only uh uh release where it's big enough you can like stare at it you know or what you could do is have a bunch of singles and then all the you know on the back of the singles they all (laughs) form that logo thing oh yeah you have to yeah you have to to buy every single one one you gotta buy every single one of them and then stick them together and they all have to be like one has to be like a bolaris only import one has to be like a Japanese <laughs> release, you know. Like one has to be some like limited thing that we did. There is only like a hundred of in the whole world. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea too. It's a good idea. You're gonna I'm make gonna some money that, that way. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make enough to buy myself like an, another combo meal. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure I, I give you uh, credit for that when we when okay. we do that. I hope so. <laughs> Take twenty percent. There you go. <laughs> that's like the other day uh last week um when the uh, tool the new tool album came out mm-hmm. on the back of the album there's uh every i think there's like four different symbols mm-hmm. and and just random uh cds have the different symbols on them and this guy's like oh you only got three of them i gotta get the fourth one i'm like really it's just a symbol on the thing <laughs> but people are people are going crazy over that stupid little symbol. oh that's great oh and see knowing them like it probably means absolutely nothing it, Probably, <laughs> probably, probably not. It probably means like, uh, like one of them probably means like something ridiculous, like Slurpee straw, right? Yeah. Or yeah. like, you know, or do you remember? Uh, you know what else was like that? Uh, do you remember all that stuff? Uh, I don't remember it firsthand because I wasn't going to concerts back then. But um, the Pink Floyd Division Bell tour, um. And the Division Bell record and, like, all the accompanying shows, there were all these, like, weird, um, like, number-based symbolism things happening. Uh, Like, in in the artwork, like, there were, um, like, a certain number of flags that these these guys were holding in the field, which corresponded then to the number of lights on the cover. Of, mm-hmm. of the thing and then in certain concerts there would be like that same amount of lights like flashing in the back of the venue mm. and uh and 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 people started calling it this uh the uh publius publius enigma <laughs> and trying to figure out what all this meant because somebody i don't know if it was a prank or not like somebody started um like having these light displays at, at, at the shows on the tour when spelled stuff out, which spelled out like Publius, like P-U-B-L-I-U-S, I think. No one knows who this guy is or who or what Publius is or anything. Mm-hmm. But but there was this massive, like, accidental or not kind of side campaign making all these fans, like, wonder what does this artwork mean? What does it have to do with these lights at this show? And, 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 and what does it have to do? Is it, you know, is this, is there something about, uh, like a message in the lyrics? Is there something weird in the song order? Like what's going on, you know, and Pink Floyd never explained it or even like, oh, really? it, which I think uh-huh. is really funny. Yeah. Yeah. It, it might be just that David Gilmore is like the biggest troll in the world. 
<laughs> right. You know, that, that stuff is funny, man. That's great. That's good stuff. Yeah, that is good stuff. So I, I was listening to, actually listened to both the albums. This one, I'm going to show it again so people can go buy it. This Thank is, you, man. Thank you, man. Nothing against the new the newer album, but this is my favorite one. Mm-hmm. You know, this is more. They're both pretty similar, but this one's more like power metalish kind of style. It you know, I, I feel very um, a lot of catchy choruses and stuff on it. That's why I like this one the best. Mm-hmm. This one you got a little darker on this one because I was talking the other day how you said this one is going to be a little bit darker, so it's going to be different. Right. right. So what what made you change up the um, the style a little bit? Um. Well, the thing is, the thing is, the way I feel um, about those, uh, to to start with, I feel like those are kind of like siblings. Mm-hmm. Like they're almost, it's almost like brother and sister to me. Like you sort of can't have one without the other. You know what right. I mean? Like they're mm-hmm. just. Um, I mean, it might just be because like I'm close to it in that way, but I feel like there's kind of this bloodline, which sort of like connects those things, and then after that, like the EP last year and the thing that we have coming out that's like a whole separate family that's like okay. something different mm-hmm. um just because of the feelings not because the style is drastically different like don't don't worry um yeah, but, yeah. but it's just it just feels that way it's got that feel to me um the, the thing about the uh from the first to the second record you know we had a lineup change and um i at first i was looking for you know um, I, I another keyboardist, right? Because uh, there was one on the first record, and so you know, if you have a lineup change, you you, you want to go and say, oh, you know, we need to fill this role and whatever, whatever. And right. I had demos and stuff. Uh, you know, I had demos and stuff of like the title track, like Condition Black. I had demo of that like uh, back like a month or two before the first album came out. You know, right. uh, that stuff was already kind of in the in the gestation stages. Mm-hmm. you know uh but then we would be there and we would be listening to stuff you know the little demos whatever i, I was putting together i was trying to say you know like doing our regular meeting things talking about um you know i have an idea for the drums here you know this maybe should be like this i feel like this would be cool if we went in if we tried this here and what i realized is you know like on the demos i had added keyboard parts you know mm-hmm. um some of the guitar melodies on key, on Condition Black used to be keyboard parts, and I was listening, and I was just like, you know, like um, I'm realizing like I'm only doing this because it's already here, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Because it's been done before. Now on the Outsiders tracks, you know, it. Uh, I mean, I I need to, you know, I need to first say like everything about the band is all about intent. There's mm-hmm. always a reason for something. There's not like useless sound useless riffs useless words like none of that stuff you know um it needs to be for something because i hate i hate functions functionless art i hate right. it. you know i can't like if if you listen to to like some big uh um like new like post grunge alternative pop you know power pop whatever that you know people call it these days and you'll hear like this huge distortion this is an example of what i'm talking about like a big guitar my question is like why is your guitar like this big? Mm-hmm. Like what, what purpose does it serve? Because I can't find out, you know, when I listen to it, I just get this, um, this instinctual feeling like you're only doing this because, you know, for production sake or because another band 
doing it or because of this, you know, you, right. you know, you guys, you guys probably don't know why you have this massive guitar sound or this massive whatever. So I'm listening to our, to the demos we have and I'm thinking, you know, um, if I'm honest, I'm only having these keyboard parts because we had them before and before all those songs, the outsider songs, those were all, um, what I was getting to, those all were there with that intent. You know, they were conceived and created with, um, you know, with those in mind, with having the keyboards and stuff. But then, you know, all these new tracks, I'm just like, you know, uh, it that's not the same feeling to me. Right. You know, I was feeling like, I mean, we were getting um, tighter. We were getting more technical. We were getting more, you know, just a little bit more aggressive with things. And I was like, you know my gut is that my gut feeling is is just you know these songs um it's not like a drastic change in style or whatever but they just need to be more like uh three people Mm -hmm. turned all the way up to 11 you know uh just just banging these things out you know what i mean um like like not very many uh vocal overdubs you know um like no extra things which would usually be considered extra like in a power trio format like keyboards and stuff like that you know i i i wanted to purposely make things uh stripped down a little bit from that point that's that's what i i do notice because like especially when you go do your leads and stuff guitar leads just you and and the bass guitar and the drums. Right. And I, I actually like that because it's kind of cool. You don't hear right. like an extra guitar and, from a guitar player you don't have. Right. And yeah, see, that's the thing because I'm such a stickler about stuff like that. You know, I'm just like, and that it was that way in the first record too. You know, there's not like a guitar like just, you know, noodling around underneath my lead. Right. You know, you can hear the bass on, 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 our, on, on all the stuff we have. You can always hear, you know, the bass doing something supporting uh, the lead. Right. You know, because I'm just like, but we don't have a second guitar player, yeah. you know, so yeah. why is it going to be, you know, because I want to I want to be produced. But my 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 conflict is I want to be produced, you know, and have that, you know, you listen to it and, you know, you know, this is, you know, we mean business, right? Mm-hmm. From a production mm-hmm. standpoint. But at the same time, like I'm trying to bring you into the show. I'm trying right. to bring you into the rehearsal space. Right. I'm trying to give you, you know, the way I feel when I'm standing in front of the amp, you know, and all like the entire power of the room is like in my body. I'm trying to have that on the record, too. And that's more important to me than like filling in this block of space or filling in that block of space or whatever, because that's what, you know, when when I started loving heavy metal, that's what I love. That's what I love. You know, I'm not saying it can't be produced and slick and all this, but, you know, there there's a there's this line between polished and just like, you know, like slick and smooth and 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 there's no bite to it. Right. And we've got bite. We got bite to us. And so I said on Condition Black, we're just going to let the bite, you know, it's just going to show itself. It's going to be kind of put, you know we're going to let it be put into focus. You know what I mean? So that's, um, uh, uh, from like sonically, that's, um, that's why that record is, you know, the way that it is. Um, I don't know that I necessarily consider it darker per se though, but I can, you know, I can definitely see, 
um, like why it would seem, you know, like why it would seem that way. Mm-hmm. Because there's also um, the vocals are a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, you do a little bit more growling on this one than on the first one. There's Definitely. a little bit more. Yeah, there's a little bit more of kind of the uh, the head voice, like the sort of uh, John Oliver sound. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. Or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean, like that kind of. But it, it's just natural, you know. Again, um, we we tend to kind of um, we're putting the stuff together, and if something seems like okay. Like, this is where we're going. All right. You know, it just happens. And mm. so I just kind of, um, if it seems, if it sounds good to me, I just let it go. You know, I let it go where it's going to go. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but but there was there was definitely some stuff that I think, like, not only confused people, but just flat out made people angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, when you get to the end of the, the album and then the drums are just doing something and then you're doing something. I'm like, all right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> well, that's um, that's that's one of the instrumentals that I was uh, yeah. that I was talking about, yeah. which is actually so so that particular thing, um, that track is part of the uh, triumvirate I was talking about, mm-hmm. and and the idea behind that is is as I said, it's um, it's it's sort of my personal. It, it is a little personal because it's um it's explaining and playing through um, ideas that I have about, about different religious, different spiritual matters, like the main things, you know, like the good God. And then you've got the middle thing, intermediaries, you know, angels, or if you like, we can call them aliens, whatever you want to call them. And then, uh, you know, this issue of evil. And so you have um, star seeker deals with the first one, uh, star seeker uh, as above. So below that deals with uh that concept of the intermediary kind of beings, that kind of idea. And then morbid architect deals um, with this idea of, um, you know, of evil, you know, of sin and things like that. And, and then listening, um, each one gets darker, you know, going through it until you right. get to morbid architect and morbid architect is almost, uh, it's, it's almost straight up like a, uh, like a, like a Swedish death metal track. You know, almost, but like reading the lyrics, I mean, that's what it has to be. You know, it's not as though we just said, hey, um, you know, we're going to rip off this member or whatever it is, you know, and and, then, you know, we're just going to we're just going to do this because, you know, for the hell of it or, um, you know, like there's a as as I was saying, like there's a rhyme and reason and everything. And the um, uh, part part of the thing about the uh, the track with the drums that you mentioned um there's a couple of reasons which that appealed to me. One of the reasons is uh, the idea of space, mm. um, utilizing space and silence in a track. Um, all of us are are some major jazz heads. You know, yeah. we're, we're big jazz heads. You know, we're we're about Miles Coltrane, Sun Ra, Pharaoh Sanders, Herbie. You know, um, everything, man. And the more and, and, and the more cerebral it gets, like the better it is, like for me, at least, you know, that's that's that whole era and that whole school of music has helped um, you know, my personal, my musical journey like a great deal. And I wanted to have something in between as above and morbid architect to sort of connect the two. And and, um, and so that explores this idea of um of creation and destruction because in morbid architect 
it's it's talking about the material world and morbid architect it's talking about it's it's my idea in trying to discuss this concept of sin or evil or whatever it's trying to break it down like what does that mean you know does it mean just you did something bad to someone else you made someone cry you killed someone what is it or or you know can we go deeper than that and 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 so my idea was you know if we have like if we have the separation between the material and the immaterial if it perishes if it's temporary if it's material then it, in, inherently it can't be perfect right mm, if right. it's imperfect that seems like an easy way to say well maybe that's sinful right maybe you know just in a really simple sense and yeah. so that song is all about um the idea of maybe there's this being or maybe there's this consciousness which embodies kind of this material world like all this you know matter and stuff like that and the previous song dance of bliss is all about like the destruction of that it's like endorsing the destruction of those things um and the reason the the kicker for that is the main reason that that is primarily drums um is because i related this this idea of uh of shiva the, the hindu god shiva um with this because um this is very interesting um in hinduism you know shiva is is known as the destroyer um and and i mean not he's not the only deity that destroys you know that goes and wrecks anything you know he's not but he's he's kind of a wreck it ralph (laughs) okay like he um in order to bring about something new from creation, he always junks everything that's old. He always junks everything that that came before. Mm -hmm. Um, The previous universe is gone. It's destroyed. It's, it's no more. And that's the only way to pave way for the new universe. And stuff like that was resonating with me at that time, you know, and even now, because that's musically, that's how I feel too, you know. I have to kind of wipe away a little bit of that old stuff to 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 make anything that's new and interesting, right. you know. And the thing about Shiva is that he holds he's holding a drum, okay. That's his instrument. He's holding a drum, and and um, in order to bring about this destruction and creation, like this cycle to help that, um, he does a dance, a literal dance, holding this drum. So what you're what you're hearing is is kind of like my idea of like a soundtrack to that like well why don't we just narrate that like musically why don't we narrate that and we'll just name it after then that's what it's going to be and to make things more interesting um oh i had um i i gave uh ben on trump i gave him a little direction and we just said uh where's the you know, and make it come out in a really pure way. I don't know if anyone's done this on a record like this before, but we're gonna do it. Let's yeah. do it. You know? <laughs> and 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 we were so tight at that point, and we were so in tune. Um, the only rules we had talked about was okay. At one point, um, we're going to exit having quietness and space, and we're gonna start on an actual beat, like that cool dance. <laughs> like this ritualistic thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's going to be where that really, really starts. 
and uh, I, I'm going to like through the whole thing, I'm going to be there and just feel it out like playing. I'm going to add textures. I'm going to add a little bit of melodies and the listeners will be able to just have it surround you, you know, have it kind of feed in and out, of, you know, out of your out of your consciousness. And what was really cool is that there was a point where I, I descended into a riff and he didn't know I was going to play any of this. I didn't know he was going to play exactly any of that. And we sort of came to this conclusion. You can hear it if you play the track where there's a buildup where there's like a symbol. Boom, boom, boom. Where he comes right in on uh, like these, this little uh, triad note thing that's being played. And that was when I said, okay, yeah, you know, this is, this is like worth it. You know, know, but it was one of the things where, you know, some people like it, some people hate it. I definitely hope that, um, or we'll give that kind of stuff a chance. You know, yeah, I think uh, you know what we'll the ex- do, we'll do it once in a while. We won't <laughs> do stuff like that once in a while. You know what I mean? Definitely yeah, no. With the explanation, it makes a little bit more sense now. You know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and like the thing is, like the stuff about ex- like explaining things is is like this weird double edged sword because it's like, you know, if you go into things like too too much, then people feel like, oh well, you know, now I can't have my own meaning and. You know stuff like that, but if you don't do yeah. anything at all, then there's like, uh, you know, sometimes like people don't really want to, you know what I mean? Like it yeah. takes it takes a while to get to where um, a lot of the audience will just like, you know, they don't even want or need any direction. They'll just like dive right into it. Like like it, like we mentioned, like Pink Floyd. Like if that band was still around, they could put out like they could throw like a shrubbery down a well and just record it and 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 people would would find everything in it you know what i mean but that's i mean that's a rare thing right so like um you know there doesn't need to be like a little bit of explanation but i don't want to make it like cheesy i don't want to make it like too you know in your face right you know you gotta leave a little bit there a little bit for the imagination yeah 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 it's important it's it's all magic man it's all magic to me it's all part of that stuff so you guys work on the music all together or or you write most of it i'm usually coming up with like a skeleton of stuff you know um the one thing that i think is is probably something that i think is a little unique um at least as far as i'm aware about us is that um the lyrics come first it's mm-hmm. not the music that comes first. The lyrics are coming first because uh, I'm I'm a writer uh, to some extent. Like right now, um, another thing that I'm doing is I'm 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 slowly working on a um, a um, I don't want to say anthology. It's it's a um, kind of medium-ish sized book of poetry. Okay. You know, so I've, uh, that's one of the things I'm doing. I've always been a writer. Um, lyrics are something that's always been important to me because. Um, you know, when I was uh, when I was very young, there was a point in which I was uh, essentially like a functioning mute, you know, a mute person. Okay. Um, you know, I've I've never been uh, completely all, you know, like everything has not always been here, you know, and I'm aware of that okay. and I'm okay with that. Um, but there was a point where I, well, that's where I was. But music, discovering music reading lyrics, seeing how all these things weave together, I said, that's how I can talk. You know, 
That's how I can say something I want to say. I've figured it out. I've discovered it. Now I know how, you know, now I know how to express myself. And so um, I was writing lyrics even before I picked a guitar up, before I attempted to make like uh, noises with my face into a microphone. I was, uh, you know, I was writing stuff. And so for the band, I'll have, uh, I'll just be somewhere. I'll be doing something, be doing whatever. It could be, there could be any kind of situation, anytime. And I might just start writing lyrics, coming up with, uh, coming up with verses, choruses, having like a little, um, like some rhythmic ideas and stuff, you know, and I'll have this and I'll keep this. And meanwhile, we'll go in the rehearsal room, we'll jam. Um, at this point, we're so in touch that we start out our rehearsals by just improvising like 30 minutes to 45 minutes just on the fly, you know, yeah. from absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like where we're at right now. Um, but we always jammed, you know, regardless, you know, we took, we, we, we have been on a journey, you know, to get to where we are, yeah. um, insofar as, as having the ability to do that. But in the jamming, you know, you always come up with, um, you know, we would always have like some piece of music that would happen. Um, or I might think about something we did later and, and, and just write a bunch of riffs, you know, and somehow there would always be stuff which, which like perfectly suited these sets of lyrics. You know, there'd always be like, I would go back and look because I, I, you know, I record everything and I would go back and look and be like, oh, like, all right. Like, you know, like that's the too many voices riff (laughs) that, that belongs to that song before we're done okay. with it, you know, like, I'll just know, like, okay, you know, this, this definitely works with this and I'll just, or whatever. I don't know why it works, but it works. That's just, it's always been that way. And, and then I'll just, um, you know, it doesn't take a lot of, uh, you know, retooling or anything to, um, to fit that, uh, that lyric set, you know, to tweak it, uh, and then go back and tweak the music back and back and forth that stuff and make it all fit, you know, and uh, once I've done that, I'll have like that kind of basic little skeleton, uh, as I said, and then I'll bring it to um, to Ben and uh, you know whoever our bass player is at the time, <laughs> and I'll and I'll say uh, you know I'll be like so you know so like this is the idea you know here's some ideas I have let's see you know you can interpret this you can interpret that we'll see what comes out you know and that's that's how we uh, that's how we we put stuff together. Pretty much. So it's a little bit weird, you know, yeah. a little yeah. bit strange and unusual, but you know, I myself, I myself am strange and unusual. So <laughs> it's, you know, every band yeah. has their own way of uh, doing things, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I actually want to, um, like going forward, I would, I am interested in trying to incorporate more of the um, improvising and more of the jam stuff that we do mm. into songs kind of like, you know, unfiltered, unaltered, mm. maybe just recording more sessions and seeing like if we're at a point where we're doing this so much that we are actually constructing pieces like whole pieces as we go. And then maybe like hammering some stuff out of that way, like sculpting something out of, like those pieces, but still retaining the spirit of like, you know, we just did this, 
Um, I'm interested in exploring that a little bit more um, because that's that would be like the polar opposite of what this upcoming record is. Mm-hmm. Polar opposite of that. Total opposite of that. Okay. Um, but I mean, you know, uh, we'll see. But it's it, it's it's always interesting. Um, yeah, change yeah. is good, you know. You can't always make the same album over and over again. So. Yeah, and and you know the weird thing about like um, the thing that's a pain about songs is like, you know, uh, if I don't have a lyric. There ain't gonna be song, right? You know, uh, we've got a couple instrumentals on this thing, um, a couple short instrumentals because we had to, uh, you know, take out the Age of Virgo stuff, which is longer, a lot longer, and so I, I just wrote like two new ones, um, and but that's that's kind of a little weird rarity for us to have something that's an actual instrumental. Yeah, you know what I mean, um, but. I mean, you know, you, you get to thinking, like, well, what if I don't have anything to write about? Is there no band? You know, like, is there no <laughs> record? What if right. I'm not What if I'm not pissed off today? You know, what if I'm not having a bad day? What if I'm not in an altered state of mind? Like, what, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? <laughs> so I have to be ready, like, just in case I'm like, well, you know, I don't, I don't feel like writing. You know, right. what if I feel, well, if I don't feel like writing the same way? Or what if, you never know. Yeah. You never know, man. So, you know, there will always be, like, threads of that in there, you know? Um, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's always going to be, like, the same thing, like, over and over. I just have to hope that, um, you know, I can find, again, with, like, intent and purpose, you know, I'm not going to write a set of lyrics just to have lyrics, right? Right, yeah. So I just have to hope that there's always something interesting. I don't get sick of it and... And whatever you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. <laughs> right. Cool, sounds good. Now, are, are we going to stay with this lineup for a while, or are mm. we, are we uh, <coughs> already trying to get rid of somebody? No, I mean, <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm never trying to, you know. I mean, I'm not saying it's not my fault, but it's not my fault. I'm, <laughs> I'm never trying to. Um, no, the uh, we've been the, our. Uh, or, but you know, you know, people. Um, Florida is such a weird place. Yeah. I don't have to tell anyone that's that's watching or listening. Look, Florida is weird as shit. All right. Mm-hmm. This is like it really is everything. Like if you've seen the Florida, the Florida Project, the film. If you've read Florida Man article, look, I'm telling you, it's all true. All right, look at me. <laughs> Take a look at me. I'm telling you, like, do, don't doubt this for a second. 100% true. Don't come here. All right. Uh, <laughs> but Florida is weird. Um, musicians, you know, it's not the same kind of thing as, uh, you know, any of your typically repeated cities like in Chicago, L.A., whatever it is, you know, where there's just bundles and bundles of musicians. You can just like go to the to the, uh, you know, the guitar player store or the drummer store and just pick one out, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Home, you know. This one doesn't work. I'm going to bring them back. You know, this one needs repairs. I'm going to have them repaired and bring them back. It's not like that. Yeah. People are so, um, you know, there's there's so many factors today. Um, depending on who you are, what you play, you know, you can have like a million things against you if you are in a band. Um, for us, uh, being in Florida, being in America, that's two things. 
playing the music we do it's three things you know what i mean mm-hmm. and generally being strange people which we are that has to be five things i'm gonna count oh, that so. two that's two that's five <laughs> things um you know when you're looking for people which will be a good fit in something like what we are in this environment in this time that we live in and all this stuff you know that is a pain man yeah. like that is like like I'm, I'm fortunate to ever have had anyone, like play with us. In, in, in all honesty, like it's, it's something I consider fortunate. Even if you hate me, if I hate you, I don't hate anyone. But whatever, you know, I, I'm, I know that that I'm fortunate that that Ben is fortunate that anyone has ever bothered with us. <laughs> so, um, it's difficult, very, very, very difficult in that situation. Cur- Crap. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. I got to cut you off real quick. No, you're good. Man. I, I, I've got to hop off of here. Um, yeah. The cash register, the drawer is stuck in it, and I got to call them up and tell them what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about it uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming right. on. Jake. Go ahead. Take no, care. Man, you're good. I appreciate you. Real cool. Um, you guys have a good night. All right. I'll talk you to you later. Too, when I'm man. Done. Yeah. No, I appreciate you, man. You yeah. too. <laughs> All right, get out of here. Goodbye. I, I, I... leave. Make up your mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so, kicking him off of the show. I can't yeah. take it anymore. Yeah, no, but like, um, I, I'm gonna fire him so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand that guy. God, he's just so annoying. <laughs> no, no, Greg's cool. His his job's a pain in the ass, though. Yeah. I'm gonna play good cop here. I'm gonna I'm gonna be good cop. You know he doesn't seem so bad. You know he's just going through some stuff, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> be good cop. <laughs> he's good. He's good. No, but but yeah, like uh, you know, it's it's difficult to begin with. But the um the guy we have now on base, uh, Stewart, um, he was on Age uh, Virgo. Um, he has a very nice bass solo, by the way on part one of that of that ep very very nice he has he has great work in that in general um but he's you know he the the um feeling that it is right now is a, is a really really positive feeling it's a good feeling mm-hmm. um it, it's it definitely feels at this point in time you know more like everyone always wants it to feel you know like this is what we do but you know, you want it to be friends. You want it to be kind of a family thing, a hangout thing at the same time, you know, and it hasn't always been like that. Now it's like that. And there's, you know, there's a lot more synergy and a lot more teamwork and, and, uh, and, and that whole school of, um, of perks that go with that. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm happy right now. I think everyone's happy. You know, that's the lineup that's going to be on the record. It'll, it'll be cool. And so we'll, We'll see where that goes, you know, uh-huh. so far as and so far as that is, yeah. you know. Well, that's good. I, yeah. I know what it's. I know it's like trying to keep bands together. It's just a pain in the ass. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. Ass. Yeah. Especially, you know, like you said, especially in the music that you're doing, the music I like doing. It's it's hard to find people, you mm-hmm. know, to do any of that stuff. So, but I'm glad you found some people to stick around, and will hopefully be around for the next album. Oh yeah. And for the albums in the future. Yeah. Like this one, I'm hoping... 
I'm gonna try. I'm trying my best to do to have something, have it like just there, everything there, ready to go, just out. All of a sudden, like bam, like in the first quarter mm-hmm. of next year. But you know, it's music, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you you know you don't you don't you don't know. You have no idea. It's you know anything could happen. <laughs> but we've, but we have we have. <laughs> We have taken precautions to ensure that every, that anything doesn't happen. You yeah. know, that the worst case scenario does not happen. So, um, I, I'd say there's a good chance of it. I mean, what we, everyone will be hearing from us next year, like regardless. I would just rather it be like earlier than later. Yeah. Because you know? I just want to get it over with. Like honestly, like I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sick of it. I'm not tired of it or anything, but I'm getting there. Like I'm, I'm getting to that point. Yeah. You know, but you think, what to like finally be like, be done with the band maybe one day. No, 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 no I don't think, I don't think that, um, I mean like, but like just, just the way like this record is and but this is like every, this is like every album though, because, mm-hmm. um, when we go in, like I like to go and lay things down when everyone is at like uh, peak performance mm-hmm. for that group for that group of songs. You know, like I think the last time I listened to Condition Black, I was like, "Damn, dude!" Like, uh, I have to go back and probably like remember how to play some of those riffs and stuff because like there there's things that that. You know, we 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 get to this peak performance where we're just bathing in the songs, and that's when you want to capture it, right, right. Yeah. there. And then you capture it, and you're at this high, and you go out and you play shows. You know, all the songs, everything is just fire, and then it dies down, right. You know, and then like only a couple songs are left from the record that go on. You know, that make it into the live show. You know, but then you go back and you listen to the songs, and you're like, oh my god, man, like. Uh, like we were like on something, you know, <laughs> because because when you're just stuck in that vibe, you're just in the middle of that vibe, just in the storm, and it's like, right. like holy, like wow, like like uh, like one song like that for me, like in Condition Black is Cages We Create, which is one of my favorite songs that we have. Hmm. But it's like, dude, like like we have, I mean there was so much creativity and feeling that that happened in that song, like just one song. Like, I'm not saying we're not creative now. We're not. But at the same time, like we had, like, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I don't know if anyone has heard the song, like they know, like, it's not, you can't really place it in a specific genre necessarily. It doesn't really fit in anything. Mm. You know what I mean? And it was only possible to track that. Um, with all the complexities and the different textures and moods that are in it, if we are at like the top of our game, and like right now, you know, since ever since we, you know, from the, from when we tracked the drums for this new record, we've all been at the top of our game uh, for for all these songs. That's good. You know, and that'll be able to be, and you can hear it too. You know, you'll be able to hear that just like on, on the last, on the other two records, just like on the EP. You know, you can hear like. At least I feel this way. I feel that, um, you know, it's got a little bit of the it factor. Yeah. I think that's how you capture that. You've got to have that when, 
when everyone is is in that feeling and at like the top of what that feeling is, I think that there's something that's um you know invisible that comes through and and really permeates the recording. Yeah. You know, like really enters the music and then mm -hmm. um when the listener is there especially if they're a new listener don't have any bias don't know anything don't have expectations they listen to it and it just like comes at you you know that's why we listen to music right like that's yeah. how we could that's how we connect to to, to to the musicians playing it that's what separates like our music from you know like from your taylor swifts or from your you know, uh, like this, all these assembled groups of like wall of sound, faceless players yeah. playing songs written by like a team of 20 producers. You know what I mean? It's too, like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's one of the things that separates like music like this, you know, could be rock, could be jazz, blues, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. like musicians, bands playing, writing, living all their own stuff. You know, no pretension, no BS, none of that. That's what that's the separation because the listener can feel that. Right. So yeah. I I believe in that, and so you yeah, know that's 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 why we go in like that. That's why we go in real hard like that. But but it takes a toll on you. So yeah, like right <laughs> now, working on the vocals, I'm just like I love this, but I'll be so glad when I'm done doing this. You know, that'd be such a relief when I don't have to do this no more. Well, just remember you're going to do a follow-up, so oh, <laughs> you're going to yeah. have to do it over again. Oh, yeah, but it'll be like new songs, you know, new attitudes and stuff like that. So it'll just be all, like, all new or whatever. It'll, there'll be, like, new themes. You know, right. each record, like, that's one of the other things that we have is um, each record kind of has, like, we end up, like, having, like, weird little themes Mm -hmm. In the record, like little sonic things, um, little stylistic things that for some reason just define like Condition Black. There was, uh, you know, it's it's you turn it up and it sounds a little bit more like some old school, this pounding heavy metal record. Mm -hmm. That was something that that was all about. Uh, there is um, a little bit more roto tom, like lighter sounding toms in there. Uh, drum wise, there's a more emphasis on cymbals. Mm -hmm on that record and of course you know there's more just in your face vocal that was those were like parts of the personality of that record outsiders was like um you know there was on outsiders there was a little bit more vocal harmony in parts um the guitar had um like this th there was a certain approach to chords that i was taking um, on the songs on that that sort of makes that sound how it sounds and this one you know this one's got its own personality too right. you know there's like um uh i can tell you there's a lot of percussion on this like we've got rain stick on this we've got triangle on this we've got congas on this we've got um uh, it's not percussion but may as well be we've got banjo on this thing like we've got you know that's just one of those things that just ends up being you know what the personality of it is you know now, and, now i gotta go back and listen i listened to it a few times and i don't remember hearing any of those things uh, Maybe yeah, I just, you know, oh no which which record was um, it is that are you talking about the new album i'm not not the, not the one you did i'm talking about the, what the hell's the name of it uh condition black oh condition yeah condition black no i'm the one we're doing right you're now, talking about that, it that's got some rain stick on it. that the one we're oh, doing okay. right now yeah that one 
the right now one is the one that's just like full of percussion. Okay. Different percussion. We've always used it. We've always used different percussion. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can hear it in all the, um, you know, different little songs here and there from the last two albums and the EP. But like this one that we're recording now, um, it's 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 not like a gimmick. It's not like oh look, you know, here's the here's the tribal. Yeah, let's, just, let's just use that just for the hell of it <laughs> yeah but but it, it does you know it makes its personality known and we have like i just bought like another like tiny drum um the other day i went somewhere and i bought something like just to use for like 15 seconds of one song <laughs> I, and i don't care because it's awesome you know you could use yeah, a, yeah, yeah. you could use a sample from somewhere but there's no fun and there's no authenticity in that right so yeah. we, you know but it's one of those things and so the process is so intense you know everyone is living in these little quirks that make up the record everyone is living in the intensity of of being at the top of their game and you go in and just you put it out and you love it so hard that you hate it by the end of the so i'm you know we're just we're approaching that but it's you know it's all good though it's all good that's where that's where we're at though man right now with that well don't get sick of it until you're done finish oh, it first because no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm really interested to hear the, the new album because you know i do like the first two so you're on a you're on a, you're on a good roll so far i appreciate that man yeah i uh you know that's I, i'm getting used to feeling that myself you know i'm 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 very hard on uh on myself and on the band and and i've probably been like too negative before you know kind of like being like a microscope, like looking at every little thing that I don't like or I want to change. And every band has things they want to change. Every album, you know, they're just like, oh, I wish I could have, I wish this, I wish that, you know, why is this here? This should have been different, whatever. And I've had to learn to let that go. Just let let it go, go, man. (laughs) Let it go. Like I try to make the best thing I can and I get frustrated if, you know, if, if, if too many people are not like seeing that, but at, you know you you let go so it's you know that's that that's that's really cool um definitely appreciate um that opinion definitely appreciate and anyone else that that um that has that kind of positive thoughts about what we do i appreciate that that's that's um that's something that means a whole a whole ton to us and this one coming up everyone says this but i think this one coming up is the best record we've made Mm-hmm. You know, not because it's new, but because I just legitimately think it's the best. Yeah. You know? um, it sounds like you just kind of took the first two in the EP and you threw it into a blender kind of, and then that's, you know, just, you know, this thing came out. Sort oh, of, cool. You know, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. So just hoping everything pans out the way we want it. Awesome. Well, you're gonna have to let us know when it comes out. I, the the one little snippet of a song you sent me, I, I did like that one. I told you that. Oh yeah, that was, yeah, that was pretty cool. I do oh, like that yeah. one. So, yeah, can't like, wait to I'm, hear more. I I've always got little like little snippets and stuff, you know. Um, and, well, you know, s- I, send them my way. I think I've got <laughs> I think I've got like one right now. Um, if you want to hear one, I'll actually like like for the end of this. I assume like we're like close to. Like, how far are we along? We're at an hour and 11 minutes. Okay. We're, like we're how, done. How, we're done? Okay, cool. 
So I can uh let's see. I can put some Stop it. Oh um <laughs> I don't even like this speaker, dude. I hate this speaker like for real though. <laughs> let's see. I'll I'll uh I'll actually play a little bit of like another little snippet. Maybe uh you'll think it's a little bit interesting. Right, cool. um, it's a song it's it's one of the um a lot of songs on this i feel like are accessible whatever that means um but i feel that this one is um let's see in the way that i would usually mean other people are going to have different opinions about like you know what their favorite is what's what they get into most you know um we're going to try and shoot a video, maybe even two. Um, hmm. It probably won't be for this song, but I, but this song, though, um, you know, this is probably going to be one of those where, like, to me, it seems very much, like, easy to understand, like, right away, like, you get right into it. Yeah. See if I can't, like, I'll go ahead and play, like, a little bit of it. Let's see. So it's called Catch a Dream. That's one of the tracks that's on there. Okay. Cool. Do a little different stuff on the vocals there. harsh vocals and stuff um there's i feel like a lot of things are more uh, melodic on this um just in general but you know i'm pretty we're pretty excited um it should be really cool yeah sounds good uh, it sounds like you you changed up your vocals just a little bit especially when you did that scream 
Right. Yeah. There's, there's like, there's like a little bit, like I said, man, it's like a little bit of everything, you know, cause mm-hmm. sometimes like in the past, some of the tracks will be that some of the tracks will be for me. It's like, you know, whatever the verse, whatever the line needs, whatever the um, lyric needs, you know, if, if yeah. I need to, you know, sound like I just, you know, I just got kicked in the jewels or if I need to, <laughs> you know, if I need to just like, like go down deep with it or whatever, you know, that's just whatever it calls for. And, you know, we don't we don't care if that's not allowed or it's not. You know. it, it's, it's metal. I mean, everything's allowed pretty much. Yeah. You know. Yeah, right. whatever, whatever works for the song, that, that's all that matters. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what that's what keeps things exciting for us. Yeah, yeah, you can't keep it the same. You gotta change things up every once in a while. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you come. Uh, ugh. I really appreciate you coming on. That's better. Sure, man. Sure, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it yeah. was a, it was a really cool experience. Definitely an awesome experience. Maybe we'll be able to do this again sometime. Yeah, when uh, the, when your new album comes out, definitely come back on. Cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, everyone that uh, that will be watching, um, thank you very much for taking time to watch this. I don't know how he's going to cut this up. It's probably going to get cut up, but I'm not uh, cutting it up. This is all going on. There's oh, nothing to cut man. up. What am I going to cut up? I don't know, man. Like, I don't know, <laughs> like, you know, I don't know about like the attention span of people are trying to watch like something that's an hour long. You know, I mean, that's like my thing. I like doing that. Yeah. You know. But then, like, stuff like that that I watch is, like, Joe Rogan talking to Steven Tyler about UFOs. You know, yeah. I don't know if this is that interesting, <laughs> you know, <laughs> on that level, but I'm trying, all right? Yeah. So, anyway, you know, anyone who's taking a look at this, um, likes the music, support anything, thank you very much. I love you all very much. Where can they go to, uh, you know, check out your band? Uh, right now, honestly, like, do just um go, for like for music um strictly music any streaming service has everything we have spotify i assume title of titles even a thing anymore um i don't even know what the know, hell that is you know apple music like everything that's like strictly music amazon like you could you could it's it's hard not to find our stuff digitally hey like it's difficult not to find i'll I'll put it that way um information stuff like that just just go to um just visit the facebook facebook that we have um you know the facebook is just sky uh, facebook.com slash skyliner or skyliner uh, metal or band or something because there is an there is an older band called Skyliner, and when you just look up Skyliner, they come up. So you gotta start. Well, we, don't, we, don't, we, we don't talk about them though. No, like, we, I never heard of them. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't <laughs> even know who they are. Honestly. Um, no, I think it's Skyliner Music, like Facebook Skyliner okay. Music, I believe. And then the YouTube, um, which is the YouTube, like there's not lots of videos on our YouTube, but it's because I kind of I don't want to like flood people with stuff. I like putting things up that like will matter. You know, um, there's like lyric videos, there's some in studio stuff on there. There's some interesting stuff. Uh, that's, I believe that's YouTube, uh, Skyliner band. Um, but either way, like if you, if you look up the name and you see something crazy, that's probably like in space somewhere, it's got like a top (laughs) circle on it. That's the right one. You see like, like a long haired hooligan like myself. That's us. That's you. You know, that's us. (laughs) Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Put on the uh, 
put on the headphones, wherever you listen to, just play it loud, you know, enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. I, I do enjoy it. And you will too. And you will right. too. You will. All right, Jake. Thank you very much again for coming on. And thank you, uh, sir. we will be talking soon. Thank you, sir. All right. Good luck. We're recording. And good luck with the new album. And we'll see you next time. Take it easy, y'all. All right. Adios. Bye-bye, everybody. Oh, go check our uh, website out, www.ratsalreview. Uh, I'm forgetting my own website. That's right. That's yeah. right. Check that out, too. Ratsalreview.com. You know, That's in what. case you didn't know, those are the people doing this video now. It's their fault, so check them out. That's right. And um, also go check out the people who are, we are a sponsor of, uh, the Hameen Media Group. Uh, go check out all their stuff. They got uh, conspiracy shows, wrestling shows, uh, sports oh, shows, dude, everything. That's right. I saw that link too. I was gonna check that. Yeah, I saw. I was scrolling and I saw that, and I was like, "Well, that looks cool." Yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. go check out the uh, conspiracy. I love conspiracy stuff. So. Dude, yeah, what he said. Do that. Yeah, go do that stuff. So, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. All right. <laughs>